Let's talk about change, because one thing's for sure, your next great and glorious adventure demands it. All you need to do is let go of the past that's creating your future, those ghosts of abuse that limit you. Yes, it might all fall apart before it all falls together, and that's okay. Will you answer the call of radical and orgasmic aliveness? Will you choose you? Welcome to Dr. Lisa Cooney on Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything, your guide for creating a life that's light and right and fun for you. Happy, 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 happy New Year, 2017, everyone. Wow. I hope you're wonderful wherever you are. It is January 3rd, 2017, and I'm coming to you live from uh, cloudy and windy Cedar Hill, Texas, staring out at the beings on the beautiful horses, navigating the winds out here. It's what we do on the ranch. We watch the horses. At least that's what this person does right now. <laughs> anyway, happy 2017. Today we were talking about refusing, refusing, and refusing regret. The art of becoming fearlessly unapologetic. Got a blank slate. It's January 3rd. A whole new year. So let's think about this. Let me tell you a little bit about what um, I put together for the show today. And then, of course, I'll take callers and go wherever you all want to go today. How often do you say, I'm sorry? Have you ever said, I'm sorry so much that you begin to live regret? You find yourself constantly apologizing when all you're trying to do is be yourself. As children, many of us are probably told, you know, that... To say I'm sorry when we do something wrong and, you know, this habit can tend to carry on into our adult life so much that we don't even realize how much we're apologizing for just trying to be genuinely ourselves or to express our true being. That habit of regret and apologizing and saying I'm sorry builds up pain slowly and sneakily, hurting our knowledge of who we are, abandoning, making us abandon who we are, at least training ourselves to be okay with self-doubt. And before you know it, you just become this sorry being, this pathetic being who apologizes for their very existence and basically doesn't even wish to exist. This can hurt not only yourself, but you know it spreads out to our environment, to your environment, to your bank account, to your relationships, the people around you. You know, to the point that they also lose lose confidence in who you are and they start seeing you as that pathetic sorriness, you know, mostly because you've lost that confidence in yourself. And instead of, you know, being unapologetically you, you're being apologetically you. So to refuse, I don't know why I'm saying that so hard today, refuse. (laughs) To refuse regret is to refuse to accept the unnecessary apology of being completely you. So it's a new year, a new you. What if today was the last day you, you said, I'm sorry? Of course, you can apologize for something if you did something, like you stepped on someone's toe, you know, or pushed somebody or, you know, knocked something over. You can apologize for it, but you don't have to apologize for you. You're not wrong, even if you do something that is, you know, hurtful to another person or something like that. You're not a wrong being because of that. Your action may be inappropriate, 
but you intrinsically are not. So as we go into this new year, reflecting with no regrets, standing in the present right now, knowing the time is now to be you, unapologetically, fearlessly unapologetically, nothing exists before this moment. All that exists is the now. If you were truly showing up as you, what would you be and what would you choose? That's what we're talking about here today. However I can be a contribution to you, please call in at one 346 9141 and let's have a chat about this because I have a sneaking suspicion that all of us could use a little bit more the art of becoming fearlessly apologetic and, refer- and refuse that regret that we live with. So all the regrets that you are living with right now, this, well, let's actually just do 10%. of the regrets that you're still carrying on your body, in your psyche, as the being you believe you to be. Can we destroy and uncreate those, please? Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And whatever you've made so vital, valuable, and real about the sacred, eternal, and inviolate orders and schematics of regret and being pathetic and sorry that keeps you from the chaotic creative possibility of being fearlessly you. Fearlessly you. Unapologetically, which is true. Everything that that brings up and lets down, let's destroy and uncreate it. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. All right, I'm going to take our first caller here, Marguerite from northern Idaho. Are you covered in snow? I am covered in snow. Well, I I can hear you very well. How much snow you got out there? Well, there was like two and a half feet on top of the car and wow. four feet in the lane. And uh, I've been snowing for two days, basically. I guess you got to pull out those uh, cross-country skis to get to the store. Yeah, yeah I had a nice <laughs> cross-country yesterday, day before. Oh, my Probably gosh. We'll go again. Nice. So how can I contribute to you today, Marguerite, in 2017? Well, this is the most interesting thing, that I got your, your information, and I got to be able to call in, and I'm feeling lots of regret today. <laughs> <laughs> it, it always shows up the way you think it will, doesn't it? <laughs> okay, so what, what do you regret? What's the regret about today? Well, I... Um, you know, just off the top of the head, the worst things I can think of, you know, which I normally don't do, but just for you. <laughs> I must be doing it somehow. Uh, is, uh, you know, I regret I didn't uh, leave for California a little sooner. And because my sister was in a great mood last week, and then we were going to have tea yesterday, and then, and then now I've done everything wrong in her life. And it's like, okay, I did not call her with the apology. I did not say I was sorry. There was you know, was you know, none of it was mine, and it was none of my doing. <laughs> but uh, but you know, here I am mm. going. Well, you know, what if this didn't happen? Well, I know it's okay. not real, but what if it didn't even happen here in this reality? Okay, so what if what didn't happen? Um, her anger and her uh, blame and all that crap. Okay, so you're regretful about her reaction to something yeah, that, yeah, has, yeah. that has 
that has somehow became because of you, yeah. but likely has very little to do with you. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah. so in your history with your sister, how much have you, um, how much has she regretted the existence of you? Truth, a little, a lot, or a megaton? Megaton, yeah. Okay. And how much of that megaton have you made a wrongness about you because your sister regrets you? A megaton. Megaton. Okay. So everywhere that you've defined, judged, concluded, and computated that you're a wrongness, you're a regret, you're sorry, you're, you know, a pathetic something or other, because that's what your sister judged as true about you. Can we revoke, rescind, recant, renounce, denounce, destroy, and uncreate, taking on what is true for her about you as true for you about you? Yes. Right, wrong, good, and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys, and beyonds. And what do you love about making her right and you wrong? Yeah. Being the yeah. right, wrong, good, and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. What do you love about making her right and you wrong? Right, wrong, good, yeah. and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And what do you love about making her right and you wrong? Yeah, all of that. Right, wrong, good, and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys. So, truth, what do you love about making her right and you wrong? <laughs> Give me three reasons why you love making you right, her right, and you wrong. Yeah, well, it would look good, maybe. Okay, you know, so it, it might look it might look good. Great. What else? Because you know when you're feeling like a when you're feeling like a sorry piece of shit, you might as well look a little good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so why why else would you love to make her right and you wrong? Ah. Uh, Truth. Yeah. What is that? You look good. Yeah, yeah, it would be peaceful. It would oh, okay. uh, solve her problem. Oh, so it would solve her problem with you. Great. It would look good for you or for her? Uh, yeah, for her. Okay. <laughs> and what else? It would look good to me. <laughs> what else would it look? It would look good. It would be peaceful and solve her problem. And what else? Yeah. Huh. I could join her in her victimhood, I guess. Huh. What is that? Okay, so if you join her in her victimhood, it looks good for her and solves her problem. What do you love about that? Because you have to be you have to be that regret for those reasons. That's what justifies you being that that wrongness of you for her. What do you love about allowing someone else to define who you are and oh, never live unapologetically as you? I don't have hmm? to be me if I do that. Great. Great. Yeah. Great. So all the secret, hidden, invisible, covert, unseen, unacknowledged, unspoken, undisclosed agendas to never having to be you, to never having to be you, um, can we destroy and uncreate that? Yes. 
Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds, and all the obligations, oath, vows, fealties, communities, commitments, agreements, binding and bonding contracts to never having to be you, but being your sister's version of you, which is a wrongness of you. Can we destroy and uncreate that? Yes. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And what have you made so vital, valuable, and real about the sacred, eternal, and inviolate orders and schematics of never being you? Of never being you and always apologizing for who you be to pacify your sister that keeps or somebody else that keeps you from the chaos of unapologetically stepping up, leaning in, choosing, and being you. Everything, anything that that brings up and lets down, can we destroy and uncreate it? Yes, please. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. So, what's the worst part about being you? Yeah. I, I think I, la- I may lack experience in that area. <laughs> Great. <laughs> yes. So, would you be willing to commit to you um, every day and do one thing every day that's just for you? Yes. Ask yourself this question. If I was truly showing up as me, what would I be? What would I choose? If I was truly showing up as me, what would I be? What would I choose? If I was truly showing up as me, what would I be? What would I choose? If I was truly being the space of me, what would I choose? What would I have to be in order to have me? Everything that brings up and lets down, coughs out. Can we destroy and create Yes. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So more mm-hmm. good for now. Much lighter. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I would suggest listening to these clearings again in this segment again, but there's a lot more to go on the show, so I'm sure you'll get a little bit more. Thank you. <laughs> You're very welcome. Thank you for calling in, and Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. Good to hear your voice. You too, honey. I'll talk to you soon. Okay, that was great. We'll come back with more after the break. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Over the past 20 years, Dr. Lisa Cooney has supported thousands of people in overcoming their childhood sexual abuse to create limitless lives for themselves. The effects of abuse can show up in every area of your life. You may be struggling with your health, relationships, finances, career. Abuse penetrates every cell of you. No part escapes. No matter what the struggle is, health, relationship, or money, you may be living with a belief that something is wrong with you. You may feel like you need to control every aspect of your life and think that nobody is trustworthy. You may feel angry, overwhelmed, or exhausted. You may even think you already have this handled, yet it shows up in unpredictable and self-destructive ways. Dr. Lisa can help you discover that key and use it to release yourself from decades of pain. Unlock yourself and be free from the invisible cage. Visit DrLisaCooney.com and empower your life. 
What would your life be like if you freed yourself from the cage of abuse? Visit DrLisaCooney.com today. That's DrLisaCooney.com. The fight is over. An invitation to a new experience of you is waiting. Dr. Lisa Cooney shares with you how to let go and move beyond abusive energies of the past, beyond all obstacles, beyond anything, and into your generative space of creation, where you have direct access to the whisperings of consciousness. What is better for you than you're currently allowing yourself to do and be? Health and wellness? New relationships? Business ventures? Choice? What would you let go of if you were no longer a slave to abuse and the energies of radical and orgasmic aliveness were available to you? Because they are. Everything in the universe desires to collaborate with you, but you must first choose it. No one can stop you but you as you move towards something greater, to an embodiment of the most important thing in your life, you. What else is possible from here in this lighter, more expansive version of yourself? Visit DrLisaCooney.com today and find out. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. Welcome back to Dr. Lisa Cooney on Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. Connecting you to a life that's light and right for you and a new reality of ease, joy, and fun as a possibility you can choose for you. If you have questions or want to reach her or her guests, call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141 or email va at drlisacooney.com today. Now, let's return to creating radical aliveness. Hello, beautiful beings. This is Dr. Lisa, and we're talking about refusing a regret, the art of becoming fearlessly unapologetic. So we had a caller, and we talked a little bit about that, and that person was talking about how they were living, you know, for somebody else. And that was allowing them to continue the story of the wrongness of themselves. So one of the first things in refusing regrets, the art of becoming fearlessly unapologetic, is releasing judgments and releasing judgments of yourself. And I recently had a, a very um, sordid and torturous experience where I spent some days in the hospital and was very, very ill. And, and I'm still actually recovering slowly but surely. And um, I'm constantly, that's where the show kind of, came from the idea for the show is um, I was constantly, um, you know, just feeling so sad for my body and what I put it through and my unawareness about what was going on, which I thought was just the flu. And it was something so uh, dangerously different than the flu, but I had no clue, like really no clue. I kept myself so busy and on such a rigorous schedule that I didn't even you know, give myself the time to really check in. And I've really had to um, apologize to my body and apologize to myself and, and certainly made some, you know, great changes and had some amazing awarenesses. But I really had to not um, judge myself and not judge what occurred and to really find the the value in my unawareness. And that was really difficult to do at first. 
And then it became really easy where I just refused to regret what I chose and regret that I didn't check things out sooner and just accept and allow and drop my barriers, my defenses, my own cage of abuse, if you will, and just accept this is how it played out. What do I choose now? I'm not bad for it. I'm not wrong for it. I took care of what needed to be taken care of. I was caretaked for um, very, very uh, well by the medical establishment, and, and I'm okay. And really, that's all that matters. And I became so aware of the miracle of our body that the symptoms that I had showed up months ago when I really track it back, but I wasn't aware that that was what was happening and what was going on. I just thought it was whatever I thought it was at the time, the flu or tired or whatnot. And so this is this whole idea about just refusing. You have to be so tenacious, refusing regret, and whenever, by releasing your judgments, and whenever a judgment comes up, we've talked about this before on the show, there's a couple of tools. One could be using the one, two, three and dissipating, releasing it to the earth and like throwing it off your body to the earth and asking the earth to contribute to you and doing the one, two, three, four right out in front of you, open the door to a new possibility. You could also return it to sender with consciousness attached, whoever's judgment it is. Um, Those are all really great exercises. One of the things that I've been saying is, you know, whenever I judge my body, or judge somebody else, or find something else going on that brings me into some sort of regret where I'm feeling sorry for myself, or pathetic, or wrong, is I just say, bless them, whoever the person's name, change me. Bless them, change me. And it dissipates the charge uh, right away. And by releasing the judgments and opening that space of dissipating that charge, I'm able to come forward and be like, okay, okay, what would I have to be in order to have me? If I was truly showing up as me, what would I be and what would I choose here? Right? And if I was truly being the space of me, what would I choose? So when I'm not wasting my time and energy on regrets or judgments, as I call them. Not wasting my time on apologizing for my very existence or apologizing for what I wasn't aware of by saying I'm sorry or getting down on myself, you know, looking in the mirror or whatever. I just say, okay, if I was truly showing up as the space of me, what would I choose? If I was truly showing up as me, what would I be? And then I just listen. I do a lot more listening and just waiting for the awareness to come and then moving on that and acting on that. Now, when you do that, when you release those judgments and open up that space to ask that question of what you would choose, you're really doing um, the second tool for being unapologetic, being vulnerable. It takes great courage and great vulnerability to show up in this world as you unapologetically, knowing what your yes is and saying that, knowing what your no is and saying that, knowing what's light and right and fun for you is and being that and sometimes doing that. 
and knowing that if something is dense and heavy, that you're willing to lose it and let it go and not stick with it just because it's familiar. That's being vulnerable. And when you're in that vulnerability, you're not focused on like Marguerite who was focused on her sister. You're focused on you and giving yourself the space within you to step up, to lean in, to choose and be. Okay? Step up, lean in, choose and be you. That's all you got to do. And I know it sounds so easy maybe and so wooey maybe, but it's so true. I've been doing it. I mean, I was essentially bedridden almost from the 12th of December until, you know, just a couple of days ago. And I'm only up and out of bed, you know, for the things I have to do, love to do, like this radio show. And I'm still healing. And for somebody that has been so strong and so independent and so on their own and so traveling around the world and never stopping for anything, um, fueling her, my motivation by judgment, fueling by, you know, being strong and not vulnerable, I realized that I wasn't fully being me, even though I was showing up as me in so many ways. But as I release these judgments and regrets stopped apologizing for my very being said no this is what I'm doing this is my yes no I'm not doing that and I have to cancel that that is my no I'm not going there even though I really desire to I physically just can't but I have no judgment about myself regarding that and I'm completely without barriers and saying this is me this is what I can be this is what I can do and it's okay and as I do that I'm truly being the space of me and I keep asking what would I choose and everything that I have chosen since this whole incident occurred in early mid-December um has been this exercise, if you will, and just like what Marguerite said. I lack experience in that area of just being me. I love that. We all do in some way. Just being fearlessly, unapologetically us. Because we're so sensitive to that judgment, that abandonment, that um, exclusion Right? But the exclusion really comes from not being the space of you and not stepping up, leaning in, choosing and being you. And that leads us to, you know, the third tool here for being unapologetic, which is having you. And apparently, I too have lacked experience in that area of just having me. And after I came back from Australia and the being used certified facilitators training and so many other trainings that I took there and classes, you know, and as well as the classes that I taught, I've really been leaning in and stepping up, choosing and being from a space of me that is without judgment, 
without apology, without walls or barriers, completely vulnerable. And I am stronger and I believe even more potent in this area of having me and being me and choosing me and learning the space of me than I ever have been. And it's quite remarkable. So I really wanted to share this with you all. Stop badgering yourself for what you didn't know. Ask for help. You can never hurt someone else by choosing for you. That is a lie. So everywhere you thought stepping up, leaning in, choosing and being you is going to hurt your family or your partner or your husband or your wife or your kids or your business, that is a bold-faced lie. So let's destroy and uncreate it. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. That is a manipulation and a justification to keep you in fear of being you. What if 2017 was the year that you stopped being in fear of being you, that you stopped being sorry and wrongness, and you started being you? What's right about you that you're not getting? Right, wrong, good, and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. We're going to go to break, and we'll come back after the break. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. Over the past 20 years, Dr. Lisa Cooney has supported thousands of people in overcoming their childhood sexual abuse to create limitless lives for themselves. The effects of abuse can show up in every area of your life. You may be struggling with your health, relationships, finances, career. Abuse penetrates every cell of you. No part escapes. No matter what the struggle is, health, relationship, or money, you may be living with a belief that something is wrong with you. You may feel like you need to control every aspect of your life and think that nobody is trustworthy. You may feel angry, overwhelmed, or exhausted. You may even think you already have this handled, yet it shows up in unpredictable and self-destructive ways. Dr. Lisa can help you discover that key and use it to release yourself from decades of pain. Unlock yourself and be free from the invisible cage. Visit DrLisaCooney.com and empower your life. What would your life be like if you freed yourself from the cage of abuse? Visit DrLisaCooney.com today. That's DrLisaCooney.com. The fight is over. An invitation to a new experience of you is waiting. Dr. Lisa Cooney shares with you how to let go and move beyond abusive energies of the past, beyond all obstacles, beyond anything, and into your generative space of creation where you have direct access to the whisperings of consciousness. What is better for you than you're currently allowing yourself to do and be? Health and wellness? New relationships? Business ventures? Choice? What would you let go of if you were no longer a slave to abuse and the energies of radical and orgasmic aliveness were available to you? Because they are. Everything in the universe desires to collaborate with you, but you must first choose it. No one can stop you but you as you move towards something greater, to an embodiment of the most important thing in your life, you. What else is possible from here in this lighter, more expansive version of yourself? 
Visit DrLisaCooney.com today and find out. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. Welcome back to Dr. Lisa Cooney on Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. Connecting you to a life that's light and right for you in a new reality of ease, joy, and fun as a possibility you can choose for you. If you have questions or want to reach her or her guests, call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141 or email va at drlisacooney.com today. Now, let's return to Creating Radical Aliveness. Hello, beautiful beings. So, getting a lot of uh, emails and messages about the appropriateness of this topic um, for a lot of people starting the new year. So how does it get any better than that? I love that. So we left the, the last segment talk, talking about, you know, like hurting someone else by choosing for you is a lie. You know, what would it be like if you chose only for, of, from, and with you? I've been really becoming very clear that, you know, when we have an awareness or when I have an awareness and I choose something, you know, it's so easy and it's so light and I just Go with it. There's never a hemming and a hawing. There's never never a weighing of an option of this and that and the other thing. It's like, yes, that's the awareness. Go with it. The only time that I get into the doubt or the heaviness or the hemming and hawing is when I'm actually trying to act on something that isn't my full awareness or isn't actually my point of view that I somehow twisted into my point of view and made it mine that I'm trying to choose on. And and that's that's the, you know, harm, if you will, of taking on everybody else's points of view um, and never being you, is that you never actually know what's actually yours. So, like, all those things you've done in the past and all those, let's say, mistakes that you will never let yourself off the hook for, and you'll always feel like you're bad and wrong in a certain way. And, you know, like Jesus on the cross is carrying it, carrying that cross to bear because you've made a choice, you know, so far back. You know, what if you just looked at that person you were, that age that you were, the being that you were, get a picture of yourself back then and, and imagine that per- person now talking to the you now and just be like, hey, you didn't know. You, you, you could only act with the awareness that you had and choose with the awareness that you had at the time. You can't fault yourself for not being aware when you were 22 and now you're, you know, 62. You have a way different amount of awareness at 62 than you did at 22. And you did the best you could at 22 given the resources and where you were at then. You know, like... Did you show up as you? Well, you showed up as the best version of you at that time at 22. It's certainly not all of you, and it certainly wasn't all of you. So what if you could release the judgment of that, let's say, 22-year-old? And what if you could be vulnerable with her or him? And what if you could allow her or him to come forward in the being of themselves and the having of themselves and just rest their weary and tired burden 
of something that can never be undone because it's so far, it's not even in the present now. So what have you made so vital, valuable, and real about the sacred, eternal, and environment orders of living from the past as the present to never allow yourself to be free that keeps you from the chaotic creative possibility of choosing and having you eternally. Everything that that brings up and lets down, we destroy and uncreate that. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Now, some of you may be like, oh my God, I can't go over the whole past. Well, you don't have to go over your whole past. What if you just took, you know, the last year of your life or, you know, the last couple of years? Um, do whatever works for you. But the three tools for being unapologetic is releasing judgments, being vulnerable, and having you. And anything else is a badger of yourself. It's an abuse of yourself. Which, and that abuse of yourself will keep you in fear of not being you. Like, I can never be me because of the choices I've made. I can never fully show, you know, what's wrong with me. Because if everybody knew what's wrong with me, they would never choose to be with me. Well, think about that for a second. How much energy do you have to use to hide, separate, extricate yourself from you so that you can show up in the world as something that's not true for you but you feel better about in one way but are hiding (laughs) from yourself and from others in a whole other way that's what most of us do in this reality so everywhere you fragmented compartmentalized yourself and fractionalized yourself as a portion of you based on the choices you've made in the last year, in the past, that you've made define you, can we revoke, rescind, recant, renounce, denounce, destroy, and uncreate it? Right, wrong, good, and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys, and beyond. Could 2017 be the year that you were willing to just have you, unapologetically, like having money, having the relationship you want, having your body as your ally, being in, every, being in communion with everything that feeds your soul. What would it take and what would it be like if you choose only for, of, from, and with you in those ways? Right, wrong, good, and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. What would you have to let go of? What would you have to let yourself off the hook of? What is that deep, dark, dirty, refined judgment secret that really hangs yourself out to dry each and every day that keeps you in the regret of being you. What is it? Call me up and tell me and let's work through it. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Because if you're anything like me, I am so tired of another year going by and I haven't chosen to be, do, have, generate and create all the things that I know I can be, do, have, generate and create. I am done with allowing these refined judgments that I've burdened myself with to define my actions, to limit my joy, 
to contain my orgasmic radical aliveness and to constrict my generative and creative energy. I am done. Are you? If nothing existed before now and we were all truly showing up as ourselves, what would we be and what would you choose? Everything and anything that doesn't allow that, can we destroy and uncreate it? Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. What if and what would it take to no longer apologize by hiding you? What would it take to no longer apologize by hiding you from you? What would it take to no longer apologize to no longer hide you from you? Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. What if you really got what's right about you that you're not getting? Like seriously. You are amazing. Underneath those judgments, underneath those walls and barriers, there's a you that is pristine, brilliant, phenomenal, magic, and unique. You're kind, you're funny, you're compassionate, you're creative, you are alive, and you have a gift. It's unique. And what if you just decided to be that? And said to yourself, it's none of my business what people think of me. It's none of my business what people think of me. I'm no longer living for these other people. I'm no longer not living for these other people. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Okay, my friends. We're going to go to break and then we'll take our next caller uh, right after the break. on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. The fight is over. An invitation to a new experience of you is waiting. Dr. Lisa Cooney shares with you how to let go and move beyond abusive energies of the past, beyond all obstacles, beyond anything, and into your generative space of creation where you have direct access to the whisperings of consciousness. What is better for you than you're currently allowing yourself to do and be? Health and wellness, new relationships, business ventures, choice? What would you let go of if you were no longer a slave to abuse and the energies of radical and orgasmic aliveness were available to you? Because they are. Everything in the universe desires to collaborate with you, but you must first choose it. No one can stop you but you as you move towards something greater, to an embodiment of the most important thing in your life, you. What else is possible from here in this lighter, more expansive version of yourself? Visit DrLisaCooney.com today and find out. Over 
the past 20 years, Dr. Lisa Cooney has supported thousands of people in overcoming their childhood sexual abuse to create limitless lives for themselves. The effects of abuse can show up in every area of your life. You may be struggling with your health, relationships, finances, career. Abuse penetrates every cell of you. No part escapes. No matter what the struggle is, health, relationship, or money, you may be living with a belief that something is wrong with you. You may feel like you need to control every aspect of your life and think that nobody is trustworthy. You may feel angry, overwhelmed, or exhausted. You may even think you already have this handled, yet it shows up in unpredictable and self-destructive ways. Dr. Lisa can help you discover that key and use it to release yourself from decades of pain. Unlock yourself and be free from the invisible cage. Visit DrLisaCooney.com and empower your life. What would your life be like if you freed yourself from the cage of abuse? Visit DrLisaCooney.com today. That's DrLisaCooney.com. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. Welcome back to Dr. Lisa Cooney on Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. Connecting you to a life that's light and right for you and a new reality of ease, joy, and fun as a possibility you can choose for you. If you have questions or want to reach her or her guests, call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141 or email va at drlisacooney.com today. Now, let's return to creating radical aliveness. Hello, hello, hello. So, refusing regret. So, if you're out there and for some reason it's the beginning of the year and you are stuck in judgments, 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 can't forgive yourself about the past, all the choices you've made, they're swarming in your head trying to figure out where to go, here's what I would suggest for you. Pock and pod. Pock and pod. All the refined judgments between you and that choice and whoever was involved in that choice and that choice in you. On either end of the Double-edged sword there, pock and pot it both ways for every choice, for every decision, judgment, conclusion, and computation. That will release the judgment. That will open the space of vulnerability. And then you'll be able to have more of you and choose the light and the fun and the easy and know a little bit more about what your yes is and what your no is. Take every decision, every choice you made and pock and pot it both ways. And that should open the door to a new possibility. So we got Jen from Texas. This is Dr. Lisa. How can I contribute to you? Hi, Lisa. Thank you so much for doing this show. It is perfectly timed. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Yes. um, I am actually, since I saw you in Utah at Roar, thank you for Mm -hmm. that, by the way, um, I have embarked on writing a book. And this book is about everything I knew and was totally wrong about. And I found myself literally this morning facing this uh, wall of fear, like terror, fear, judgment, all the projections I had of, okay, if I write this and I actually share my perspective, I kept finding myself wanting to make sure that I didn't make anybody else's perspective wrong. And I've caught myself throwing me back into the spin of fearing regret and judgment and all of those conclusions. And I felt myself actually almost denying me more and more 
And then your show came on, and I was like, what am I, what is this? What's happening? Because it really took me by surprise how strong it showed up today. Well, how does it get any better than that? Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Good for you. I'll tell you, when you embark on a book and you're writing about all the stuff you're saying you're writing about, of course that wall of fear, terror, um, you know, and judgment and denying more of you and kind of wanting to look at everybody else's perspective and be like, oh, my God, I can't say that because that's what we're trained to do. It's all in your body and locked in your body. You've stored it there where – Everywhere you've chosen against you for the societally appropriate thing, for the family obligation thing, for the partner thing, for the business thing, for whatever. And it's like there, there's, some, there's some unwritten rule in this reality that having us and choosing for us um, is selfish instead of selfish. So everything that brings up and lets down for everybody, can we destroy and uncreate it? Yes. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And that wall that you hit that you said is denying you more, mm-hmm. that wall, truth, is that yours, something else's, or someone else's? It feels like a wall I created based on trying to hide myself to keep people happy. That's what it feels like. And are you talking from your head or your body? Oh, makes me want to throw up. So I think it's my head because my body's like, get it out. <laughs> exactly. So if your body would actually, so everywhere you re- respond and, and everywhere all of us respond and act from our head, which is only 10% of our body, um, and call that awareness, can we revoke, rescind, recant, renounce, denounce, destroy, and uncreate that? Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. So the nausea in your body and this wall of fear about everything and every way you saw what you saw today, what would it say? Truth. It's not mine. Great. It's not yours. And what else would it say? Stop being a secret keeper. Stop being a secret keeper. Great. So everywhere, all the secret, hidden, invisible, covert, unseen, unacknowledged, unspoken, undisclosed agendas to being a secret keeper, to having your body be a secret keeper. Can we fire it from that job now? Yes. <laughs> you are fired from being a secret keeper, body. Right, wrong, good, and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds, and all the oath, vows, filthies, communities, commitments, agreements, binding and bonding contracts to all the secrets of everybody's, everybody and everybody's secrets that your body has been the hoarding storage container before, can we revoke, rescind, recant, renounce, denounce, destroy, and uncreate it? Yes. Right, wrong, good, and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And all those secrets that you're keeping, all the refined judgments of those secrets that you're keeping, that you've turned into the wrongness of you at the... You know, at the expense of you, can we revoke, rescind, recant, renounce, announce, destroy, and uncreate it? Yeah. Right, wrong, good, and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. So take your hands as you know how to do and do the one, two, three, and dissipate those secrets to the earth. One, two, three, 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 one, two, three. Any of those secrets, return them back to sender with consciousness attached. 
right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. All those choices that you made based upon those judgments, projections, separations, and expectations called secrets that you've made you, uh, which were actually somebody else's and not you, can we destroy and uncreate it between you and them and them and you? Yes. And you and them and them and you. And you and them and them and you. And you and them and them and you. And them and them and them and them and them and you. You know what I'm saying? Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine sports, boys and beyonds. So checking in with your body now, how are you doing? Wow, a lot more expansive. Yes. Very light. Good. So when and as you write this book, when that comes up, when that when you sense that wall, that density, what it is, is not yours. It's the, it's the secret keeper or whatever in, that you were, that your body used to define it as, that now that even though I've, we fired it and destroyed and uncreated it, it's still a habit that is going to unwind physiologically. So it would beg the question that you may have to pock and pod some more refined judgments back and forth, forth and back as they come up. Right, okay. wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And when you do that, like I said, three tools for being unapologetic. You release judgments. That's what you're doing with the pock and potting. And then your barriers are down and you're just being vulnerable and you're just being, you know, you essentially. And then you, then you write from that lightness and that's called having you. <laughs> and it's not about anybody being wrong and you being right or you being right and them being wrong. Really, stepping up, leaning in, choosing, and being is allowance, just the allowance of you, my friend. Welcome to 2017, allowance of you. Good good to hear your voice. Thanks for calling in. Thank you, Lisa. Enjoy your writing, and I'll speak to you soon. Okay. All right, my friends, that'll bring us to the end of today's show. I'll leave you with a couple of words. No longer apologize by hiding you. Okay, have you. Step up, lean in, choose and be. And as I always say, be you, be on anything, and create magic. And if I can be a contribution to you further, individually, collectively, you know how to reach me. I'll speak to you next week, my friends. Happy 2017. Thank you for joining Dr. Lisa Cooney this week on Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. Please be sure to tune in again next Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until we meet again, make this week yours.